Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. We have to address the elephant in the room, and the elephant in the room is that there is not an elephant in the room, nor is there an Alan. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry to say, we should go to make the announcement. He, he's dead. Hey, we, we've lost him. <laughs> gotta say it was not too early. <laughs> he was not too young. Um, <laughs> honestly, couldn't have come quick enough. Yeah, really. He made it a lot longer than anybody anticipated. Yeah. And honestly, longer than we wanted him to. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking in the daily obituary yeah. every day going, where's Alan? Where's Alan? Because it's just gotten to become a drag. Like, <laughs> it's just another day, another conversation with Alan. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, where does it end, you know? Um, but yeah, he, he's dead. He died from a routine weekly colonoscopy. It was not peaceful. It was <laughs> the... Doctor opened it a little too much, and his spirit just kind of leaked out. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, it was like the, it was like a scene from like any ghost movie when they finally kill the ghost, and the ghost like wheezes and it just like goes off into the the nether realm. Except this ghost came out of the nether realm. Um, he's dead. I, I, you kind of already said your piece about Alan. Yeah, I'm good. Perry's here taking Alan's place. By the way, um. Perry, now that you're in, now that you're in the warm seat with Alan's butt impression mm-hmm. in it, do you want to say something about Alan? Yeah, now that I'm sitting in the seat, I, I I noticed that. So we're at a square rectangle table, and both the other guys are to my right. We have names. <laughs> it's not worth it. And he could have easily scooted his seat around to the left, so he's making eye contact with either of you as he's talking. But for some reason, he has positioned his chair, so he's just staring directly at the uh, computer screen and no one else. And so I don't know how he, how does he do this podcast without any eye contact. It's a, it's a shame thing. It's he's a, ashamed. <laughs> he doesn't want to look anybody else in the eye. It is incredible. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to have to scoot around. So, <laughs> Do we want to pause and let you scoot? Uh, let's pause, we don't have to pause. Scoot. Let's pause and let you scoot. <laughs> Perry has moved Alan's seat to his like normal position uh, that you take when you're here. So I guess for you, Alan, the thing you would say about Alan is he has poor autism. judgment. Yeah, <laughs> he has autism. <laughs> he can't make eye contact. <laughs> he does not want to look at you. Poor social skills, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you know, maybe we'll have a funeral for him. Uh, we're probably not going to show up because I mean, we got better stuff to do. Yeah, it's just, I like, can't be made to take time out of my Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be, his funeral's going to be on a Wednesday. Not a lot of people are expecting <laughs> yeah. Even the church that he booked it at was like, I don't know if he's worth it. <laughs> like, we got stuff other days. Yeah, like okay. Saturday, that's like a big funeral day. Is this <laughs> is this Alan guy worth it? <laughs> but uh, rest in peace, Alan. I would say you'd be missed, but that would be a lie. And <laughs> why even lie when you're dead? But welcome, Perry. Thank you. Uh, what does it feel like now that you're starring? Easy to say it's a, probably an upgrade. Um, yeah. <laughs> A downgrade in southern accent and an upgrade in quality. So, uh, also a downgrade in tucked-in shirts. 
Yeah, and Evan, what, I, like casual leather jacket. Yeah, a leather jacket and a tucked in shirt. I don't, I don't think we're gonna get that back. That that I don't know this the old man. You're not as old as Alan spiritually. <laughs> I yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't want to be that old <laughs> spiritually. Uh, Alan classically goes to sleep early and he dies early too. So at least he was consistent. You know, welcome to questionable detour. Let's do hypotheticals. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. So I know we have a, a, a large listener base of women. Really, the three of us, plus Perry every once in a while, are the sexiest people on the planet. So, of course, you're going to get a big listener base of women. We're very pro-women here. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we cater to women. We, ca- we cater to women, like a tampon company, just for women. If you're listening to this and you're a man, c- turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Turn it off now. We don't respect you. <laughs> but here's the thing. This uh, this hypothetical we're doing is just for men. Because if you're a woman and you relate to this, let me shake your hand. You seem like a cool you seem like a cool woman. Our first hypothetical is something men can relate to. And it is what do y'all do when y'all are peeing at a urinal and somebody comes up and stands beside y'all? Because if you don't know, if you're not a man or a man that is deadfully afraid of public restrooms you know there's an unwritten rule that if you're at a urinal you don't go pee next to somebody you go to the next urinal over you go to a bathroom stall if you can't not pee next to them so what do y'all do if y'all are relieving yourselves and somebody comes up right next to you how do y'all handle that for me it's about allowing people to feel their primal instincts (laughs) Um, (laughs) so i'm already uncomfortable (laughs) I'm already uncomfortable. Well, you just wait. <laughs> let's hear him out. Yes. Yeah, so, let's hear him out. I think so, he just growled. He just growled. <laughs> Scratching with his with his foot right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a dog. So if I'm taking a leak at a urinal and somebody walks up next to me and maybe they want to take a, a look or, you know, whatever they're trying to do next to me. They're, you you automatically assume they're t- trying to take a peek at you? I mean, I'm assuming. Uh, there's no other reason they somebody look, comes up They right like a nosy neighbor over that divider in between, huh? Yeah. They got no other reason to come up right next to me. I'm assuming they're trying to get a look. Yeah, sure. If they want to look, sure. I say, if that's your primal instinct, go for it. But you have to understand, I also have my own primal instincts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, if you take a peek and get a good feel for what I got going on, wait, are they not? They're not gonna feel. Okay, uh, <laughs> where do you draw the line? I pure visual. Okay, uh, it's like a diagram for them. They're uh, window shopping. Yeah, sure. It's like school, <laughs> and this is show and tell. But wait. <laughs> what are you showing at school, Evan? Let's keep the school out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I notice you don't live anywhere near around the school. Is that planned legally? I can't speak on my legal. Uh, that's just, it's tough to bring up right okay, now. Okay, okay. But back to what I was saying. Back. <laughs> if that's their primal instinct, they have to understand that I'm going to use my primal There's going to be a reaction to it. That's sure. Right. So what's more primal than taking whoever just looked at my genitalia <laughs> on a hunt for a saber-toothed tiger? <laughs> oh Maybe God. setting up what? a campfire in the middle of the bathroom. <laughs> Start drawing some drawings on the cave walls <laughs> of the bathroom. Really just getting back to our instincts. This took a right turn. The right turn. The right turn <laughs> to something I did not expect. Okay. So let me get this straight. Somebody comes up, stands next to you. Are you automatically in kind of that caveman fur, maybe a loincloth? 
Yeah. Unshaven, long hair. Are you already in that, or has that happened after they make the unfortunate <laughs> error <laughs> of taking a peeky poo? I can't just expect them to come up. I can't. But prepare. you're hoping. I mean, I'm always prepared for it, but I can't just expect somebody to come up and take a look see. Now, if they do, sure, it's under my clothes I'm currently wearing. Oh, God. I'm hunched <laughs> over the urinal. <laughs> Back you didn't. You didn't take it out. Hmm? You, you didn't take. You didn't take it out. Take what out? You, you know. You didn't take out your extra member to relieve yourself. You just yeah. kind of kept the loincloth over it. And you're just kind of dribbling all over your legs. <laughs> no, no, no. It's pushed to the side while I'm. But I have my my jeans over my loincloth. Got you. Okay. Um. And so if it does happen that somebody gets a little too personal, then sure, I'll shed my extra layers and I'll have my <laughs> loincloth, my fur coat, and. We'll get to business. Now, how much of this is uh, a forced interaction? It sounds like you're really <laughs> he's hoping looking, for it. seeking out <laughs> yeah. opportunities. Um, he's prepared, a little too prepared. Yeah. So, how how much of this is they're just trying to use the bathroom and they happen to get next to this psycho versus they're a creep and they've now been forced in this scenario? Which which one of the, is it? A combo? It, what's the ratio? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if you asked either side, there would be a, a good side to each story. You know, um, now which side would be the good side? Depends on what you mean by good. Morality <laughs> is subjective. That's what Evan says. Yeah, <laughs> and why he's peeing next to somebody. Yeah, so I mean, sure, I'm hunched over the urinal. Do I feel somebody walk up next to me? I see them. Maybe I lean back a little bit. Uh, <laughs> maybe I try to make eye contact with them, see, make it look like I'm trying to get their attention. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, maybe I'm doing a bunch of weird splashes in the urinal oh. just to try to make noise <laughs> down there. So maybe he uh, he sees that and he's interested in what's going on. <laughs> What is he a shark? <laughs> he's like splashing around. And he circles the the area. Hey, people get interested when they don't know what's happening. <laughs> I know I would. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you I don't it. know what's happening now, and I'm interested. So yeah, you you tell me there's a bunch of weird noises going on in the urinal next to you. You're not gonna look. You're not yeah, gonna I mean, just I mean, side eye a little bit. A little curious. Yeah. Right? As soon as I see that side eye, we're in the campfire, <laughs> locked in. So you're baiting him in. You bait him into it. Don't no. give me that look. 60, 60% baited. 60% baited. Sure. <laughs> I'll give you that. And then they look over just because you're making well noises mm-hmm. and splashing around in the urinal. I assume you have like breakaway pants. And then underneath is just a loincloth, a fur like wrap. And then you're ooga boogling yep. and pointing everywhere. Yeah. I am capturing him in the sense that we are now hunting for wild woolly mammoth. Um, <laughs> we're expecting our cave women to go gather sure. nuts and fruits. Yeah, of course this comes along with a, a marriage of course. structure. <laughs> the patriarchy. Yeah. And hand him, you know, a, a rock to start scribbling on the walls. <laughs> now, as people are generally individualistic and think for themselves, what's his motivation to do this for you other than just pure fear? I'm sure at some point his primal instincts just take over. Oh, okay, yeah. And they're like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with yeah, my life. I've yeah. been wasting away in an office space for <laughs> 40 years. This is what I was meant to do with my life. You, that man was hoping for a change. <laughs> yeah. And he got it with you. So as as small as a public restroom may be, are you just kind of going around the perimeter of the bathroom and just <laughs> opening and reopening the stall doors, hoping something's different in there? Maybe a saber tooth or a, some sort of ape? Is in there for you hunt? Like, how does the hunt go? We leave the bathroom for that. The, oh, okay. The okay. bathroom is just our cave dwelling. It's the conduit. So you're running through Walmart with a guy that might not be completely motivated. <laughs> 
He's just like arms slumped. He's like, God dang it. <laughs> I got to keep spurring him on. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is what we're made to do. He's like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't want to. Do we have to. <laughs> and you're running around with a handmade spear. Yeah. I'm like, how are we going to eat tonight if you don't <laughs> kill the woolly mammoth? So the, how does the hunt normally go? So you exit into the, I assume, a Walmart. Like, are you... I, people are running around because you have weaponry. You are not clothed. What are you killing? What? Wh- how does it end? So, sure, we go on a lengthy uh, day-long hunt. Sure. Looking for the woolly mammoth. We'll see some overweight guys and oh, like, oh, is that what we're looking for? <laughs> we get closer. Because you are partially blind. Partially, partially. Uh, we get closer and we see that it is just a man who seldom leaves his basement. Yeah. So once the hunt starts to deem itself unsuccessful, there's a little known gathering ground in Walmart called the meat section. <laughs> so we'll just swing by there, grab a couple ribeyes, head back to the bathroom, oh. cook those babies on the campfire. Oh, you have a campfire in the bathroom? Start warming those things up. And you're cooking the meat that you didn't pay for. <laughs> oh, we didn't leave the Walmart. So. <laughs> Not you really te- found a loophole for... Th- Not <laughs> technically stealing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you burning in the bathroom for the fire? Incense. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm... It's a Catholic ritual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not going to cook a steak very well, though. Yeah. Like, it's an undercooked... I'm smoking it. It's an undercooked <laughs> steak, um, and it has, like, a weird, like, t- a taste to it. Yeah, it's... Because you cooked it over lavender, you know? Yeah, it's like eating your washing detergent. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. An undercooked washing detergent, yeah. <laughs> Tasty. <laughs> what what an experience for that guy. Yeah. You say it's for him. It's all for him. 60% for him. Yeah. 60. 40% for <laughs> you. Exactly. I do this out of the goodness of my heart. There you go. <laughs> You're a kind of a philanthropist. Yeah. An emotional philanthropist. Mm-hmm. I'm giving back to the less fortunate. <laughs> And, and if you say that word slowly, it sounds like full-on rapist, which I think probably fits your bill a little better. That is pretty primal. It uh, is yeah. pretty mean, primal. <laughs> I'll say so, we're not doing that, but if the instinct comes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just I'm Evan saying be prepared. It's just Evan, like, hunched over a fire eating a lavender steak. <laughs> like, they're just like, you know, not a lot is being said because it's awkward. And it gets really silent, and the guy looks up, and it's just Evan <laughs> over there, kind of giving him the eyes <laughs> over the intercom. Yeah, Walmart is closing in five <laughs> yeah. minutes. The guy's like, I <laughs> "Probably get home <laughs> about that time." Oh. Wife oh. needs those command strips. <laughs> He's been there for like five hours. <laughs> that man goes home changed. <laughs> That just kind of they just kind of leave that. That's how it ends. Yeah, I'm not. You just kind of like shake hands. Yeah, just shake hands. Uh, say see you next week. We'll see that you. man's not coming back to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. I think we all know <laughs> that he's not coming back. He's finding a new location. Yeah. yeah. Do you are you like yeah hey, you wanna you wanna use the bathroom before you head out you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's like nah I'll pee in a bottle. <laughs> get nowhere near nowhere near that urinal. <laughs> all right, kind of rapey. Uh, oh, you did that. <laughs> kind of rapey. Um. I didn't do that. You did it. I just got to the bottom of it. It was called a journalistic dissection. That's where that's where Zach's primal instincts go. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that's how he knew it. That's his that. fault. <laughs> you don't want me to look over at your urinal. Someone got me hiding it from. Because there's one there's one thing I'm hunting. Um, <laughs> well, here's what I do. 
when I am peeing in a urinal and uh, somebody comes up beside me a little too close. You don't want to touch elbows when you're peeing. You know, it's touch hands, you know, touch the, Wait, <laughs> touch the side of the thigh. But they come up beside me. And I want to impress I want to impress them. If they're going to take a peek, if they're going to be beside me, <laughs> I want to impress. I want them leaving with a story to tell and a twinkle in their eye, a tinkle in their eye. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So here's what I do. I do tricks. I do pee tricks. What does that mean to y'all? Can can you elaborate? No, no. What does it mean? I I enjoy throwing out something and then picking y'all's brain. So I I just recently watched a video about a guy doing slinky tricks. Yeah. Where he slinks it around. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine that, but just with a stream of pee. Yes. Kind of like a slinky trick, but Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe. Okay. What what do you think pee tricks would be? I would think you're doing some form of art uh, with your urine and just kind of painting the Mona Lisa. (laughs) <laughs> with your urine, you know. Do you have like paper back there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I was thinking that too, but I was thinking more for me uh, doing kind of like a, a dude perfect situation where maybe I have like tiles that I've angled in different angles. So that way I, I, I aim one way, it bounces off one tile. It's angled to another tile, angled to another tile, and then it lands right into the urinal, you know? So I'm doing like tricks and maybe I'll jump in the... the <laughs> The stream will do a flip <laughs> and it'll go into the urinal. You know, I want to impress right. the guy. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm wearing like gym shorts and like a uh, sweatband around my head. Yeah, you're you know, I'm, put it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to impress him. I want to be the, the Harlem Globetrotters of the bathroom, you know? Is there like a competing team? <laughs> Is there like a competition between you and another team or another person yeah. like the Globetrotters has with the Generals? Yes. Yeah, it starts with me just doing basic tricks to impress, you know, this individual that came too close to me. <laughs> that was unfortunately came too close. And then what happens is as I'm doing these tricks and he's like impressed, he's like, please sign sign this for me. Can you marry my wife? You know, I, I, I don't deserve her anymore after seeing this. You know, you know how what guys will do. But then there's another team. They'll walk into that Walmart bathroom, and I'll, we'll catch eyes. And I, I'll know it's on. A scoreboard <laughs> will come down from the ceiling. <laughs> and other individuals will come out of the bathroom stalls on my team. We're wearing the same outfits. They were in there the whole time. <laughs> we're wearing the same uniforms. Our team is obviously called the, the Pistons, mm-hmm. right? Nice. Yeah, you know. And then the other team, our rival team, is called the um, the Leakers. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever saw Space Jam, you know, it's kind of like that moment where they're on the floor in the final mm-hmm. game. We're like dead, eyes locked, wieners hanging out. Because we're... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Deep in competition. <laughs> because we're ready to play. And then we play a weird game of pee basketball where we're just shooting. Do you pass it to one another? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's a, it's a team. It's a, it's a team sport. <laughs> and at the end of it, time's running out. You're down by two. Oh, man. Golly. Like Space Jam. <laughs> Closing scene of Space Jam. Defenders are closing in. Yeah, you gotta reach for the ball for the goal. Yeah, from the free throw line. Whatever. Yeah. Does your body stretch for <laughs> that last just burst? Here's the thing, Evan. Unfortunately, if my body in this context could stretch, I'd be doing it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stretch. It doesn't stretch. I shoot from the three, though. You know. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I go up there. I I do a step back and I, and I fire from range 
and everybody watches that stream go above their head and right right into the net that is also a urinal, I guess. <laughs> and you know that you hear that buzz or yeah. the crowd goes, well, there's a crowd in there now. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. If this was going on in the bathroom... <laughs> I'm coming to yeah, watch. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. 100%. Tell me you're not going to go watch 10 guys with their wieners hanging out. <laughs> it peeing all over a court. <laughs> There's so many misses. It's <laughs> all so so wet. We're, we're slipping. <laughs> <laughs> smells like even asparagus. The, even the best basketball shooters are only shooting 40%. <laughs> that means 70% is like shooting the floor. <laughs> in this scenario, too, the crowd is like in the splash zone. Like it's Splash <laughs> oh, yeah. Mountain at Disney World. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just soaked. Walmart's, uh, the raincoat section sells out pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like SeaWorld. <laughs> looks like Disney World on a rainy day. Everybody's got the, the yeah. ponchos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's exactly dry. That's exactly what happens. And here's the thing, though. Y'all think I'm crazy for saying this. Y'all think there's no way this happens. Have you been in a public restroom, a men's yes. public restroom? What do you see all over the floor? U- urine. You see urine everywhere. Mm. Urine is everywhere. Boom. There you go. This is what actually happens. It's not a lie. So I've been missing it. I've been going to public restrooms for... You've probably been going on off season. <laughs> <laughs> it is a season, you know? I mean, I, peer, I pee year-round, so <laughs> when, when am I missing it? Is it like 5 a.m.? You pee year-round? I do. I thought that was... I didn't think you that was You go to the bathroom every day? <laughs> no, I hold it. I hold it for a pee season. Oh, okay. You stay in shape. <laughs> if you stay in shape, you mean bladder infections, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get so many bladder infections. I gotta go to the doctor. And like, please pee. So you're telling me you don't work on your game in the off season? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never gonna make all stars. <laughs> all right, Perry, mm. you go relieve yourself in a urinal. A man with no social awareness. Hopefully, a man no social awareness comes up and stands beside you. What do you do? So, first off, uh, if you're coming up and peeing next to somebody when there's empty stalls around them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then um, definitely a certifiable psycho. You're a psycho. I it, think we can all agree on that. If you're a guy, you understand that it is so awkward. But because I know if they're, com- if they're doing that, they are a psycho. I have a nice little, I don't know, service for them that I, that I, I reserve specifically for them. Yeah, you, ha- you service guys in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so I'll set the scene. Imagine you're coming in the bathroom, you're one of those degenerates, and you come and stand next to somebody as they're peeing. And just you're doing your thing, you're you're uh, relieving yourself, and all you hear is, do you see this season's uh, newest line? And you look over, and this guy, he's just looking you dead in the eyes. And he's he's trying to pitch to you this new uh, season's wear. And you say to yourself, what are you talking about? And then all the night, the lights go out, and it's pitch dark, and then a spotlight flashes on somebody in the middle of the room and they're displaying the newest line of peen wear. <laughs> so you're not even the weirdo in this situation. <laughs> no, I'm choreographing it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it's a runway situation? It's a runway. There's okay. a runway somehow okay. underneath their legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have been, they've been outfitted with the newest wear for the 2023 season. Okay, so lights go out. There's a runway. I mm-hmm. assume there's some like maybe European... Oh, yeah. Silky man. Yeah, just, you know, music going on, DJs. Yep, and so he has, this This year is the, the Sherpa wool jacket. Okay, cool. With the boots and the fur. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts strutting it down the, the runway. <laughs> 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 
So he's strutting it down the runway, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, this guy, he's just locked in at this point. He's, oh, yeah. I he's... need this. <laughs> <laughs> not not the man, but the, <laughs> the outfit. And so I have, you know, two or three other guys, they come through with the newest line, and this guy is just sold. There's yeah. nothing like an in-person demonstration to really sell I your, mean, your absolutely. services. You just so, sound like a good salesperson. Yeah, that's all it is. And so at this point, he's, he's at least $300 in on my new product line, and... <laughs> Oh, he's buying stuff. He's buying. As it goes. Yeah, he's just handing me his credit card. <laughs> and then, yeah, I get the next guy that walks in. We have a whole other <laughs> lights off runway situation. I like to imagine the guy leaves and you're like, count your money. <laughs> and you're like sitting around like, good job. You're high-fiving and stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, here, here comes another one. <laughs> get your Station. places. Station. Get your places. Okay, say you're in a middle stall. Somebody comes to your right, mm-hmm. and somebody comes to your left. But somebody comes to your right, you've already started. Two or three people are, are down the runway already. Mm, then yeah. the guy comes in on the right, and you're like, <laughs> restart. <laughs> we got we to go back. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> Redo it. If you don't think that first guy is so into it, he wants to see it again. <laughs> yeah, he wants to see so what he bought. Yeah. 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 So he's ready to just hit that rewind button and start over. <laughs> and that first guy is just in for a world that he didn't know existed. <laughs> and imagine when you get home with the latest the latest line. Yeah, your trendiest outfit. And you, you go to, you know, take a shower or whatever, and your wife walks in and she says, My God, <laughs> what do you have there? You're reinvented. Yes. <laughs> You're reinvented as a man. <laughs> I didn't know this was a thing. Your marriage is <laughs> completely rejuvenated. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about do, redoing your vows. That's yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> she seeks you out. Yeah. She's like, Which bathroom did you go to? <laughs> Which bathroom was it? Walmart. <laughs> yeah. The Walmart men's bathrooms. He goes in there and is like, thank you. You're, you've you restyled my husband. I never knew how much I loved him until I saw him in his peen wear. Yeah. So like, how trendy is it? Is he like, when I think of like runways and fashion yeah. shows, it's, they're always like the goofiest stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm asking, you know, you know what what's this season's style? If I yeah. were to come pee next to you right now, what are you sitting down and showing me? Yeah, imagine um, Billie Eilish. Yeah, in yeah. between your legs. Oh, <laughs> but sorry, that's For not a lot what I meant of people to say. Have done that. <laughs> that's not her style, her style in between. Yeah, your yeah, legs. yeah, her style between your legs. So it's kind of emo. Uh, well, and she she wears a little bit bigger jackets, sure. right? And just some interesting colors draws the eye. Yeah, <laughs> and so a lot of times if we go like skinny jean look, you get some circulation problems. Yeah, you so know, the last thing we want is a lawsuit. Yeah. Um. Do you have glasses? Glasses are glasses involved with the uh, yes. the, the peen fashion? Yeah, fake mustaches as well. <laughs> <laughs> Only those two things. <laughs> so if somebody comes up and to the stall next to you and kind of takes a peek over, are you wearing the latest fashion on the peen? What do you think gets the conversation started? Got you. Okay. He's like. <laughs> I don't just hit the lights. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I got That's you. Okay. I, like, yeah. In, yeah, in my scenario, I'm or not in my scenario, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a hypothetical. Yeah, I'm, I'm just standing there, and as, as I, when I see this guy walk up next to me, I just go, man, this new line is just eye-catching. Yeah, this yeah, is... I can't, I can't look away. Revolutionary. When he's like, who's this guy talking to? He looks over me. I'm staring at him. Oh. <laughs> and then I just... You, your, eye, your eyes dart I, down? Yeah, my hand, like, comes up <laughs> over the stall, and I just go... Look down here. <laughs> and you're away. And then the lights go off. Yeah, you're wearing the latest skinny jean. <laughs> yeah, on your wing. Being the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Are they expensive? 
The ween jeans. <laughs> Are they expensive? I need some new jeans for my ween, you know? <clears throat> yeah, it's um, it's high dollar, for sure. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. We have very small people sewing those because they're so small. <laughs> the people have to be small? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You run like an elf shop. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have different uh, lines within your peenwear, like your Balenciaga? Um, <laughs> Gooch E <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Gucci Dickies Dickies Yeah, yeah Dickies. You gotta be sponsored by Dickies right yeah. <laughs> That's That's the Saturday worker yeah, way right there Saturday workers. That's they're, That's they're the blue collar now. Yeah That's for them Yeah <laughs> I mean you gotta have high viz out there on the The construction site for your ween too right <laughs> Yep <laughs> Safety doesn't stop when you get off the job site <laughs> If you don't want people to ever come sit beside you at a urinal, do what we do. Do the weirdest things possible. Take them on a primal hunt <laughs> throughout Walmart. An escapade. Do do pee trick shots that somehow turns into a pee basketball game. Uh, and then finally, come up with a fashion wear for your wiener that you then parade around for people to buy. But for our next hypothetical, we're going to go a little more highbrow, a little more studious. Um, here at Questionable Editor, we are well-read. We are literate. We scholarly. Scholarly. Yeah. <laughs> Perry has put on a tweed <laughs> suit and is... <laughs> Smoking a long pipe. Long pipe. It looks like he knows history. Mm, indubitably. <laughs> Uses very multi-syllabic words. Didn't even know you owned a monocle. <laughs> yeah, where did you get the monocle? I'm blind most of the time. So <laughs> this helps. As you can see, we're studious. We're well. We're learned. We're academics. So our next hypothetical revolves around what do you, you guys do when y'all are in the library, just kind of studying and learning? Yeah. So for this hypothetical, before we jump in, mm-hmm. I'd like to put Zach through some paces just for. The listeners, the Saturday lurkers, to see what kind of brain they're listening to over the airwaves. I, I like that the first time Perry stars in an episode, he takes over. Yeah, this is my. <laughs> this is mine now. Uh, see ya, Alan. Okay. <laughs> Zach, just for fun, let's try and spell some words. Oh my god, you're a big no. library guy. I, I told you I can read. I can't. I didn't say I can spell. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. All right. So I got some funny words for you. First one, bum fuzzle. <laughs> Bum fuzzle. Bum fuzzle. You don't have the origin? Don't have the origin. I assume it's Latin. You know, something very, you know, highbrow. Yep. <laughs> something very classy. Uh, bum fuzzle. What does bum fuzzle mean? Yes. I think it's the little lint that collects in your butt crack. <laughs> but yeah, you got you to gotta wash out the bum fuzzle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so bum fuzzle. The lint that is in your butt crack from Latin, I think. Uh, B-U-M-F-U-Z-Z. Ellie. That is correct. Yeah. Wow, look That's what I'm you. talking about, dude. Typically refers to being confused or perplexed. Oh, I well, listen. I like my definition the, better. Yeah, I kind of like <laughs> the butt crack lint. All right, number two, hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. See, I, I know this word, and I use it regularly. I don't spell it regularly, so this is what is going to get me here. H-U-L-B-A- Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo. Oh, I didn't put the last part of the, <laughs> the word on it. It was hula. It was hullaloo. Hullaloo. <laughs> Phonetically, it's pretty close. Yeah, but H U. So it's H U L B A L A B A L O U. You're pretty close. There's, okay, what is there's it? some double letter. Oh, see, okay, yeah, double yeah, letters yeah. in it. H U L L A B A L L O O. 
God, there's no way. There's no way I was going to get... If you were to put a gun to my head right now, and you were to say, there's one bullet in the chamber, and if you spell this correctly, you live, you'd be, have to cl- you'd be cleaning brains up off the ground. There's no way I would get that right. I think the temperature in the room is raised like two or three degrees just from your the engine churning. Your yeah, head. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke out the ears. Yeah, man. It looks like a steam engine going up a mountain right now. <laughs> All right, give me give me one more. Let me come out. Let okay. me go out on top. You know, <clears throat> the word is Widdershins. Say it slow. Is it Wiggershins? <laughs> See, I don't. To be honest, I don't, it might be Widershins. Widershins. Widdershins. This sounds like a. It's a sound. This sounds like a disease an old person gets after they cough too hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, they they got diagnosed with Widdershins. No, they can't walk without pain. Yeah, they, they walk with a limp now because they have Widdershins syndrome. All right, Widdershins. W I D D. Strong start. E R S H I N. S? Ding, ding, ding. No way. Oh, okay. Look at this guy. Man, I tell you what. See, those, you, man, you gave me easy words because thankfully those phonetically were spelled how they sound. Mm. Now we know. what. Is, so what does Wittershins mean? It's a neurological damage from smelling too many Sharpies. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no okay, it is a no, disease. Okay. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you got us. <laughs> got him. All right. It is uh, moving in the wrong direction counterclockwise. Oh, so my life is going Wittershins. Is that how you use it? <laughs> mm, I doubt. It, I it's doubt. going Wittershinly. <laughs> oh, oh, well, there you go. If anything proves that we are studious, that's the brain of a man that's about to get his doctorate. That's hey, listen, I, I, I don't need to prove anything else in my life. I can die happy like Alan. I he didn't die happy. He <laughs> no, died. He, was very he died sad. Uh, all right. So now that we're back on topic here, yeah. What do y'all do? What do y'all do in a library? Looking all as studious. Big thick rim glasses. <laughs> you, your eyes look—you look like a fly because your eyes are so big through those glasses. What do y'all do? Yeah, so I've recently gotten into baking bread. Fancy, fancy. Okay. Thank you. Yes. And I'm, I'm somewhat self-conscious. I really just want to get people to try it. Give me some feedback, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought. I mean, people that read typically like bread. So my favorite thing to do is take the crispiest bread I can find, trying to really get that crust extra crispy. Yeah. And. I want to give them a fresh cut. So when I get to the library, I sit down and get myself nice and cozy, get everything laid out, and then I just start breaking into that bread <laughs> and it just sounds like... It's like somebody walking on gravel. Yeah. it's. Some would say distracting. Some would say tasty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are they eating it or are you just going in there? <laughs> some would say a little bit Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is it, Passover? Uh, are you, so you're just going in there and just breaking bread? Well, like I said, I'm a little self-conscious about it, so yeah. I want them to hear it, and then eventually somebody's going to be like, i got to ask this guy about this bread. I'm really hungry. And so they come by, and they're like, hey, do you have bread? And <laughs> They ask it even though they know you have bread? <laughs> People normally just ask about your food as you have it. Um, and so, yeah, they ask me about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I what it's just bread that i made it's whatever and then i i make them try it and give me feedback you make them try it i I do you like you you strap them to a chair yeah there's a lot of violence involved (laughs) a lot of a lot of different sleeper holds but it sounded like they came to you willingly and then you got violent yeah well they were like here's here's what happened let me make an assumption Mm. you're in there breaking way overdone bread it's burnt (laughs) extra crackly You're you're insecure about your bread making, and it's yeah. warranted because you're not good at it. <laughs> Very crisp. Very crisp bread. And these people are trying to study, read to their kids, you know, what people do in libraries. And they come to you, and they're, sir, please 
stop stepping on your loaves of bread. <laughs> then you put them in a full Nelson. Mm-hmm. put them to sleep and they wake up in a chair strapped down and you're like have some of my cold bread yeah mostly mostly correct I don't let them go to sleep though oh, they okay. have to live, live every moment of this <laughs> so no passing out for them make sure oxygens keep getting to their brain oh yeah but it helps taste buds outside of that yeah they're kind of forced to like it <laughs> because I make them and it is the consistency of croutons yeah. <laughs> but all 100 100% 5 stars so yeah. Out yeah. of fear, I'm sure. Yeah, out of fear. <laughs> out of fear of your, I don't know, what this thing that's towing the line between bread and cracker. <laughs> it's bread and like coal. It's like, <laughs> other than the fact that they have to wrap their heads around that somebody is willing to do this in a library, what are you threatening them with to make them give the five star? Because there's no way the bread's five star. The thing I'm threatening with is psychological torture. <laughs> okay, okay. I've I've gone and researched what they're reading, and I've read it already. And then I start quizzing them on it, and they feel unprepared. Yeah. And so as they start like kind of fumbling, they're like, "I gotta go back and read." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ready. And then uh, as they're doing that, I just shove bread in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you break them down mentally. Yeah, and then at that point, I'm threatening them with carbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is, you go in here, you go into the library. You see somebody reading, you probably way too close, look over their shoulder and start reading what they're reading. <laughs> and they're like, can you flip the page? I already read that page. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah, you turn it. I've already read this. <laughs> and then, you know, so on and so forth. And all yeah. of a sudden, they're insecure over their intelligence. Mm-hmm. And if it's a man, I bust out the peenware catalog. Yeah, yeah. You show <laughs> two for one. Of course. Yeah. You really make some guys insecure of that. So it sounds like it's not only physical torture, but at some point, after you feed them enough bread, it's got to be a little bit of physical torture as well, because that stuff has to wear down your teeth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. They got some smooth molars after that. (laughs) It's like sandpaper on their their teeth. Yeah, it's like 10 years of just eating ice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so how does it end? So do you just leave kind of happy? You just kind of leave like, oh, that success. Yeah, I I like... (laughs) Yeah, really accomplished. Um, <laughs> no, I yeah, I, I just give them like a little pamphlet and I say, hey, make sure you check me out on like on uh, on Google. Give me a, a review. Yeah, absolutely. Five star, you know, tell your friends. I'm very cordial, and they just like kind of run away very yeah. quickly <laughs> and never go back to that library. <laughs> what's uh, what's your bakery called? Yeasty. <laughs> Yeasty. <laughs> a plus products. Mm-hmm. A plus name. Do you want to do an ad real quick for Yeasty while we're here? I might as well get the... Yeah, I mean, shout out to Yeasty, our our sponsor for today. Do you hate having normal teeth (laughs) with enamel (laughs) and typical spacing between (laughs) your molars? Has your dentist said that you've been doing a pretty good job flossing recently? Do you hate compliments? Do you hate your teeth in general? Do you hate your mother? (laughs) Come down to Yeasty. We got the yeast that you desire. We got the bread that will make you perspire. God. <laughs> At Yeasty, we'll give you bread that's been in the oven for about three years. <laughs> and, and aged for another five. <laughs> to really get those teeth worn in. Come to Yeasty. I don't know what, what else you want I didn't to realize fine wine. I, I didn't realize your whole goal was to wear down people's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, there you go. Thank you, Yeasty, for sponsoring. (laughs) Nine out of ten doctors hate this one simple trick. (laughs) Yeasty. Oh, very good. All right, Evan. I know you probably were the library today. I was. So lately, I've been into airplanes, and not in like an autistic way. 
No, like you don't know like the exact names way. of them. Yeah, I don't know the names of any of them really, <laughs> but I do have one special book that I haven't been researching in the library, and it's airplane noises. So okay. I don't know the name of any of them, but I can identify them by their noises. And <laughs> you read the yeah, noises. I think that's <laughs> where we're all going. <laughs> so the special thing about this is is you. I've never heard any of the noises audibly. I've only read them on the pages, and then I try to mimic them out loud into the library. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, I have to do it as loud as I can. It's an airplane. It's going to be be loud. Um, So I try to get it as realistic as possible. So I try to read what's on the page as loud as I can. Um, and I can't check this book out, so I have to do it in the library. Right, because you don't have a library card. Right. So... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, okay, so you don't... You've never seen a plane apparently according to you you've only read it in a book do you think planes exist or are they kind of like a like no, a I've myth planes. Uh, i've never okay, heard you've seen a plane them. he doesn't know their names i don't know their Thank names you. i don't i don't i don't i've never heard the noise of the plane but i've read the noise of the plane on the book and then i've re-imitated that right how have you library. seen a plane but never heard it i it was over there okay <laughs> <laughs> re under yeah, you just have like, never been close to an airport it then. was away yeah <laughs> Before you read that book, you're like, man, those are some really <laughs> silent planes. Yeah, I was like, I wonder, did those not make any noise? <laughs> Just for our listeners, could you maybe go through top three yeah. plane noises? It's where yeah. it's the natural and, progression yeah. of this, of course. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple uh, of different plane types. Sure. And then you give me. Are you more of a commercial plane guy, or you want more military? What's your What's your um, I dabble in both, but okay. I, I say primarily commercial. You're a Renaissance man. You you yeah. do it all. All right, so let's go classic first. Uh, Boeing seven forty seven. Oh sure, sure, sure. That's a lot of ends. Um, a lot of U's in there too. So it sounds a little something like this. <laughs> I don't think you're reading. No. <laughs> I don't think you're reading plane noises right. That's that. <laughs> I see the words on the page. I repeat them. I think I, that's I how. That, I think that's how Alan sounded when he died <laughs> in that colonoscopy. Um, all right, next one. How about the Airbus A three fifty? Ooh, the Airbus A three fifty. So they actually changed that from the three forty to the three fifty. Oh, okay. Um, Fun fact, man. That's a. <laughs> And the 350, they put a lot more P's in there. Got you. Okay. Starts a lot <laughs> like the 747. It goes. That sounds like a Model T starting up. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> they had faulty engines. Got like, you. Okay. Historically faulty. Yeah. <laughs> you know a lot more about planes. You said not autistic level of knowledge, but you. <laughs> <laughs> I could not tell you what they look like. Okay, I could not point them out in a crowd. Wait, you wait. Now you've gone back. You said that you've only seen them, never heard them. Now you say you've never seen no, them. I've seen them. I can't name them gotcha. okay. by what they look like. I can gotcha. only name what they sound like. All right, last one here. Gulfstream G650. They actually only produced a couple of these, so. <laughs> Gulf. Is, they're they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, this is a. This is one kind of in the back pages. You oh, know? gotcha. Okay. I don't have a lot of practice with these, but I'll give it my best. Sure. Shot. It goes a little something like this. Is <laughs> <laughs> that like a 1960s like UFO scene? Yeah. I mean, they had very cylindrical engines. Sure. So sure. the acoustics of those were just <laughs> a, lot, like a, a lot more high-pitched. Sounds like a uh, Brachiosaurus yeah. starting up. <laughs> 
Yeah, I bet that is interesting to be in the library as you're just kind of going through this book of yeah. just plain noises. It's a constant 30 minutes to an hour of <laughs> um, pure jubilee for me, yeah. really. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> in my element. Big old grin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm never more in my element than when I'm making airplane noises. Yeah. Uh, do you maybe, you know, a lot of times libraries will have like a, a kid's reading time where you can go and oh, yeah. read a book to it, to children, you know, kind of in a circle. Is this something that you do? Do you give back to the children by reading them this book? Uh, no, I okay. actually, <laughs> I've actually convinced the librarian to read it to myself and the fellow children around me. Oh, so you're sitting in the circle with them. Yeah. Fellow children? Fellow children. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally, yeah. Evan is not anything above a nine-year-old. Yeah, just, he hasn't graduated fifth grade <laughs> up there. What's up, all my fellow kids? <laughs> um, so you convince a librarian to do it. Mm-hmm. There's no way. After hearing all the evidence before me, and to the point where you get the librarian to read the book in a circle for tr- there's no way that they don't think you are a special ed person. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing this purely out of the goodness of their heart for the sake of the special ed kids. My man's sitting cross-legged <laughs> in a circle with other kids. Smiling and, and rocking back and, back and forth. Yeah. At least two feet above the rest of them. <laughs> Happy as could be. Hey, he goes around and high-fives everybody. Like, he's happy pumped. I look like Wilfred on Elf. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Just innocent joy. Are you often confused when the reading is finally done? The voice of the librarian is shot. (laughs) And they're like, okay, Evan, go get on the short bus. (laughs) They're kind of (laughs) like shuffling you and the other kids out. Yeah. You're like, why are these kids wearing helmets? There's no skateboards around. (laughs) You guys really into the lights. Yeah. (laughs) Where's my goldfish? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, that makes a lot more sense. It makes, uh, now that you put it like that, it makes it a lot more sense. <laughs> no wonder you go to the library a lot. Yeah. It's catered to exactly <laughs> what you want. My wife actually sends me there. It's like a small babysitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got to go, like, yeah, go run some errands. Yeah. She, <laughs> she let me drop him off. Drops you off with your stupid Door of the Explorer backpack, <laughs> <laughs> your light up shoes, <laughs> and your happy disposition. Uh, <laughs> If I think if you listeners don't understand that we are studious and the reason that we are so smart is because we spend so much time in the library, especially Evan, he is always in the library, um, then you, you missed who we are as a person. But as we continue, let's take it down, guys. Let's let's be a little more serious. Uh, if you've listened to the beginning of this episode, you realize that one of our co-hosts, Alan, who has been here for 40 episodes, died like three hours ago. <laughs> It was so soon. We're over it. <laughs> it was so soon. So, um, you know, uh, we're going to do a very special news segment. We're going to honor Alan. All right. So even though Alan did die mere hours ago, I mean, his his body's still warm. <laughs> still twitches a little oh, bit. Oh, rigor mortis hadn't set in yet. Evan has uh, Alan's obituary that he's going to read. And then, you know, we're going to maybe talk about Alan and keep his memory live for at least another 15 minutes before we forget him. So you want to go ahead and go to read his obituary, Evan? Yeah, I got his obituary here out of the local newspaper. Um, It reads like this. In the wake of Alan's departure, a subtle sense of relief mingles with the somber acknowledgement of a life that played out in its own unique way. Born 
some day that nobody's really sure of. Alan's presence, <laughs> though undeniable, often stirred a complex array of emotions. For some, his departure marks the end of an era punctuated by interpersonal dynamics that prove challenging. While we extend condolences to those who may feel the weight of his absence, there exists an undercurrent of relief for others who have found solace in the quiet aftermath. (laughs) (laughs) As we navigate the delicate balance between empathy and personal boundaries, we recognize the nuances that shape our perceptions of the relationships we share. In bidding adieu to Alan, we reflect on the varied tapestry of sentiments woven into the chapters of his life. Wow. And uh, under it, under his obituary... It continues. It it can just give some fun facts about Alan's life. Um, so you know, while we while we remember Alan and his life, his short but lo- life too long. <laughs> Let's what what are, what are some facts about our our late friend Alan? The way that this re- this journalist wrote this obituary, it does sound like they're kind of tired of tracking down. Yeah, uh, following his news stories yeah. and having to write about it, so they do seem a little bit relieved. That he's a- gone. I think we all are. <laughs> yeah, it says down here, Alan actually only ever read one book in his life, um, <laughs> and that was his birth certificate. I'm <laughs> not was, sure that's counted that, as a book. That was a book <laughs> to him. It was apparently. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you have to do for your birth certificate to be a book other than to be birthed and rebirthed over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. That sounds like absolute hell. And I think his mother (laughs) is so happy that he died. (laughs) I think it also speaks to his illiteracy. (laughs) He thought it was a book because it was only five words. He was like, it's too many words. (laughs) Was this the constitution? (laughs) Normal people can't just do this. Alan also wore many hats in his life, uh, literally speaking. He had a total of 92 hats in his estate sale, and to make things weirder, each hat had a matching teddy bear doll with one of his <laughs> friend's pictures on as the oh. face. <laughs> There's no way Alan knew 92 people, or a friend's 92 people. He reused. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. It was just Evan's. It was the same three pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Evan's picture over and over and over yeah. again with... <laughs> He had it on a schedule. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's almost like a voodoo doll. Yeah. Um, it also says down here in his obituary, Alan refused often to leave the bed when needing to go to the bathroom and would just kind of wet the bed and just kind of sleep in it. How did they know that? <laughs> Some investigative journalism. <laughs> I mean, they probably could look at his mattress and go, there's some serious... <laughs> Serious stains here. Like he needed to, he needed to drink more water because they were brown. <laughs> he could have stained his kitchen table with that. <laughs> That's how brown it was. <laughs> I remember one time we were uh, checking out at the local Walmart, and he saw one of those choco tacos mm. in the freezer chest next to the the uh, the aisle, and he just had a fit. He supposedly had a phobia of choco tacos. <laughs> he just kept saying. It's not natural. It's not natural. And then he had to leave the store because he's just so kerfuffled. Yeah, he was. He was so upset. Yeah, he was a he was a taco traditionalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a conditioned fear of Mexican food in the frozen. Yeah. In frozen and really, form. just Mexican people. Yeah, he he was. <laughs> it got to be to that point. He wasn't a big. I think it started Latino with the food. person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He saw a taco and was like, these people don't deserve to be across this border. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that racist. (laughs) Good thing he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, I was about to say, he's, uh, 
Uh, also, a uh, fun fact uh, in the obituary, it says, Alan had trouble drinking and often would let the liquid dribble down the sides of his mouth, only to then lap it up from the floor like a dog. That I, It was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> we caught that on mic a couple times. Yeah. We had to cut that out. <laughs> Most people wouldn't realize this, but he actually lost his pinky in a, in a woodworking accident. And Very instead mental. of getting that fixed or just leaving it all nubby, he would each day cook a new hot dog and <laughs> tape it to his hands. And at the end of the day, he would toss it and start over the next day. That was his little routine. <laughs> I always forget about that. Yeah, you don't really. He, he, man, he molded it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Or the rest of his fingers look like hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he didn't have to mold it at all. He just had fat, chubby fingers. You know, fun fact about Alan as well, he, every time he saw a picture, he actually thought the person in the picture was in the picture. Like, he didn't mm. understand the fact yep. that pictures were uh, just a, a, a moment captured in time. Um, he was never that bright. Yes. Yeah, he, he also had issues with object permanence, <laughs> where he would close his eyes and freak out because he thought everybody disappeared, and then yeah. immediately, just like a blink, open them and be satisfied again with the situation. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he also really got into Harry Potter and yeah. how the pictures actually moved and talked oh, to you. Oh, yeah. He was just, he knew they were all mocking him by yeah. not moving and talking to him. <laughs> he, he would was gonna, talk to him. He's yeah. going to catch him eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he never really developed that in childhood, the whole object permanence <laughs> yeah, thing. he never got through it. He'd turn around and go, where everybody go? <laughs> and then turn right back around and be like, oh, there you are. <laughs> What what a guy! I mean, you you want to do a moment of silence for him? Mm. Uh, because this is the last time we'll think of him. I'm sure. Honestly, not really. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Well, you yeah. he didn't earn it. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's the thing. Uh, me and me and Perry will do a moment of silence. You make plain noises through it. Okay. Do you have a specific plane in? Mind? Oh, uh, I think I liked do do the P fifty one from World War Two. Well, you're making me dig back in the annals of history here. Oh, I'm calling the annals of history. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and do a moment of silence yeah. for um. Can we? Can hey, let's have the uh, three-piece orchestra play while we do a moment of silence. All right, sure. all right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> oh, the plane died just like Alan. <laughs> wow, man, solemn uh, a solemn and serious note to leave on this episode, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I I hope people appreciate you know this, the the gr- the gravity of the situation. Um, and they maybe only just think of Alan for the next two minutes <laughs> as this episode ends. <laughs> I would not dwell on this. Yeah, don't dwell <laughs> on this for too long. Um, all right, well, you know, as tradition, we'll do a one-liner wisdom. What do y'all guys got? Don't be a peeping Tom. Be a peeing Tom. <laughs> next to a guy that looks like he may be wearing a fur loincloth yeah. <laughs> underneath a lot of layers of clothes. You're just secretly just <laughs> plugging your... Your 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 hobby here. It's called wisdom. Okay, uh, <laughs> I live by it. And I suggest others do too. Okay, as well. Uh, what you got, Barry? I know Alan's out there listening to this somewhere, like, somewhere. You know, like right a little snake Not heaven. Is. <laughs> if you never met him, he never had ears. He just had holes. Yeah, he's a little snake, like like Snape. So this one goes out to him. You can pee against the wall, and it may splatter everywhere. But if you pee into a urinal, no one's gonna care. <laughs> that <go>. is true <laughs> but as we leave on the solemn note if you have a hypothetical you want us to answer advice that you want from us the wisest people on this planet if you need a fun fact 
about any subject ever, we, we, we are able to do that too. Email in questionable detour podcast at gmail.com. But all right, guys, you want to be done? Yeah, 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 yeah. One more will be closing in five minutes. Please get all your items to the cash register. Can I leave now? I don't. Hold on. Hold what did you do with my clothes? Hey, I dismiss you. The bell does not. <laughs> can you please pull down your loincloth? I can see all your bits. I'm not impressed. You should be. You should. This is this is your future. <laughs> this is who you were supposed to be. Just tuck in, bad boy. We got another five hours. Of this. <laughs> no. Expect the detour.